Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Have you or a loved one been experiencing symptoms such as coughing, wheezing, or shortness of breath? Mm. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I hope you get better. I'm sorry. On this episode of The Commercial Break... One day they came in and there was a guy with a knife in the house, a drug addict with a knife in the house, and he was threatening to kill everybody. But they read him the Bible and he got saved. These are literally like 30-minute episodes of this, and it is terrible. It is terrible. And I cannot wait to review every single episode because I'm yeah. like, this is exciting to me. You I said love thirsty this. for content, and you know what? Jesus answered. Jesus provided. That's right. <laughs> You're right about that. Look at me. I'm saved. <laughs> I am saved. I'm saved. Hey. I am saved. Look Thank at me. you, baby. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green, and this is our Cracker Jack producer, Christina. Best to you, Christina. <laughs> best to you, Brian. Best to you, Christina. Yeah, thanks for repeating it. Hey, oh, best, best to you out there in the podcast universe. Okay, best can to you, you also. That's what I'm seeing. I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. I just didn't hear oh. that first best to you. So <laughs> I really was like, oh, no, to- we're having a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We're always having some kind of problem, but I just largely ignore the problems. I'm hoping that the audience will also do the same. What's that? And that's on vibes. <laughs> yes, the Riz. I got the Riz, but I got probs too. <laughs> probs and Riz. All right, Christina, yeah, joining us remotely today, as uh, Chrissy has to take a little time off because she is sick. She has got the junk. She's got the gunk, and uh, it's literal. Like she has no voice whatsoever. <laughs> 
she went out to go see one of her friends out in San Francisco. So when she called me on Monday and was like, you know, or she texted me on Monday and was like, listen, I really don't have a voice right now. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to record this week. And I was like, oh, come on. You went out there, party too hard. And you're now you're just recovering <laughs> from your party. That's okay. Take, take a day or two. And then you get mm-hmm. nurse that hangover, get right back into it. But then she called me and I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going through a whole hour with that gravelly ass voice of yours. <laughs> you got to stay home, girl. Arrest that thing. I was in a band once. I mean, yeah. everybody knows this 33P and Chopper Johnson, all the phallic related names of bands that I was in. And, um, in this, one of these bands, I had a voice coach, um, because the band insisted that I go get a voice coach, probably because I was terrible at singing and they were hoping that I could improve yeah, by seeing this vocal coach. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it made sense to me now. And many years later, I realized maybe I was not the one, you know, <laughs> the Eddie Vedder that I thought I was. Uh, so I go to this vocal co- <laughs> coach and then, in the winter, I get sick for some reason. Whatever. I'm sick. I'm also smoking cigarettes. It's terrible. So the band is like really on my ass. We all lived in this one house together. And they're like, dude, first of all, fucking stop smoking cigarettes. That's your instrument. It'd be like me taking my guitar and setting it on fire. You can't do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. I, I, young, young and dumb and just wanted to do what I wanted to do. But then I lost my voice. And so the, they, someone in the band calls up the vocal coach and is like, we got a gig in like, you know, five days and Brian's lost his voice, you know, any tricks or tips or anything. And the vocal coach is like, don't talk. That's the trick. You cannot talk. Like literally no talking for like three straight days, milk and honey, the whole nine yards. You cannot talk at all to anyone for any reason. And I was like, what? And so the band is then insisting that I literally do not say a word for three days. It's probably because maybe they didn't even make the phone call. Maybe they just I wanted me to shut like up for a few personal, minutes. That was personal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, <laughs> Astrid also wants the, wants the vocal coach to call and say, I shouldn't talk for three days. So uh, for three days, I got like locked in this tiny little house that we were all living in. No cigarettes. Uh, and they were feeding me like whiskey, honey, and milk or something along those lines. Oatmeal, m- milk, and whiskey or whatever it was. It was the most miserable three days of my life. You do not realize just how important yeah. it is to communicate to people with your voice until someone, until you lose it. And then you can't talk to anyone with your voice. It's really frustrating. And it kind of made me bummed out. And then we yeah. had the gig and I fell off the stage. So it didn't really work in my favor. <laughs> Too much oh, whiskey. Oh, boy. Yeah, that feels like a... Yeah. You you were not not at peak performance, I think. No, I'm not really sure when I've ever been at peak performance. But, you know, listen, uh, <laughs> I, I try. I'm getting out of here. I'm trying. Now I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. At least that's that's the good news. I also don't drink anymore. I think drinking actually that. does more damage. Yeah, you told me yesterday or the last time you were in here yesterday. You told me, it seems like yesterday. You told me last time you were in here. You don't even know anybody that smokes cigarettes. No, no one you know smokes cigarettes. Huh? No, I have like... I have, like, a couple of friends. I have, like, one friend who smokes cigarettes. (laughs) Are they, like, like, banished to the corner? Well, they'll, yeah. Like, if they come over to my house, I'm like, okay, you're going outside to the porch, and you do not open this door until you're done. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. Well, I'm like, like, you guys were talking the other day about, like, the the smoking places, and and you and Uh Tina, I think, it was about, like, being a smoker in today's world and i was like honestly screw you guys <laughs> I, said, I want you to be in that little that little monkey cage i want people to look at you and I know. spit <laughs> but why so angry like why so angry with the cigarettes i mean i, I don't understand you don't want to be in the smoke 
Yeah, but, like, you're just endangering yourself. You're endangering other people. Like, what's the point? Like, what are you doing? Well, let me play devil's advocate for I, a second. I also think... Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah. Okay. Also, nowadays, there are so many ways for you to get your nicotine fix without smoking cigarettes. So I'm like, True. grow True. up. But I'm also yeah, a known I, okay. asshole. You are a known asshole. You're, at least we all know that here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I, what can I say? I get it. I get it. I get your angle on this. I totally agree with you, right? And I, as a former cigarette <laughs> smoker, I, I do... I am not on the cigarette bandwagon. Like, I'm not advocating for someone to smoke cigarettes. As a matter of fact, I think it's one of the worst things you can probably do to yourself, especially at a young age, because when you get hooked, it's really hard to stop. It's like impossible. It's like heroin. Worse than heroin, right? I'm not saying maybe not worse than heroin, but it's similar to heroin. You get... <laughs> well, uh, about worse. at least you get high with heroin. <laughs> at least you get high with heroin. Yeah. <laughs> at least there's some feeling of sensation. With nicotine, heroin it's just... a little more you know, fun, you, maybe. As a known heroin addict and asshole, you would know. So here, but here's my question. Here's my pushback on you. I also believe that we should be able to do whatever it is that we want to do as long as we are not causing harm to other people. And I don't mean anything under the sun. I don't mean like, you know, inciting violence or anything like that. I mean, just generally, right? We shouldn't like step on other people's ability to do what they want to do. They want to kill themselves with cigarettes or they would like the taste of cigarettes or they whatever. Okay. Now that means you do have to be put in a room with good ventilation so it could suck up the smoke, right? You, I don't want your cigarette yeah, smoke you're floating also around the other airport. people in danger. Correct. But if you're in, but what like, I was talking about on the show the other day was now they have these glass tubes. They're tubes sitting in the middle of the fucking Par uh, Charles de Gaulle airport where you literally look like an animal in a cage. It's there for everybody to see. It's an animal in a cage. It's tiny. Yeah. It's the 70 maybe people a, in there all on top of each of other. Public shaming. Yeah, I don't, I'm not down with that. I'm not down with the public shame. Well, I am down with the public shaming. I do it all the time to Frankie B, but listen, that, that is besides say. the point. <laughs> I do that for a reason. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying that's to, for my I, income. I, that's for my income, and that's a different story. And additionally, I don't, I don't beat up Frankie's ability to keep on putting out terrible, terribly chauvinistic and bad advice to other men of a certain age. That's true. But I, I just, I think that you know, okay, put a room in the corner of the airport where if you're on a long leg and you can't smoke in the plane, you can't smoke outside the airport within 80 feet or whatever it is. Okay, give them a room so that they can go puff on their cigarettes and chill out. Also, I really don't want a bunch of stressed out nicotine addicts, you know, running around an airport. That That's why, but I think that's why we're having some problems in the airport. suck on a little Zin pouch. You know, I just was reading about these Zin pouches. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. And then one of my friends had a pack of them. And I was like, are you chewing? Mm -hmm. Are you really dipping? Like, if there's something worse than cigarette smoking, it's dipping. They're sucking. Yeah, they're <laughs> sucking these little tiny strips. They're and sucking. it's bringing them nicotine. It's like nicotine gum it's without not, all like the... It's like a pouch. I yeah, saw it's, it. I it's a, a, but a it's so tiny. Once. Oh, I wouldn't say it's tiny. I had a boy. I had a boyfriend one time who I, he wasn't actually my boyfriend, but we were lovers. We'll call him that. Oh, um, girl! So go. I had a lover one time who <laughs> absolutely. I I stay risen and I absolutely stay jizzing. You know me. So I anyway, it. I had a boyfriend and he um 
was into these Zin pouches. And we went on a little road trip together, like through like these national parks and all this stuff like this. And it absolutely drove me freaking bonks just how often we always had to stop to go get zins and i was oh, like can how, you how just often? not suck on this little just just constantly it was always like well we need to get zins today we need to get zins or i'm gonna die and i was like i exactly and i was like bro calm down with the fucking zins like mm. just put a patch on like yeah. what are you doing i was like you're why are you focused it, on the zins when i'm around <laughs> yeah. well uh listen never did i let cigarettes get in the way of a good lay right i mean i, I if someone didn't like cigarettes i'd put the cigarettes down for a couple hours that was okay you i was say, cool with that i'm done i'm done i'm quitting actually. I, I quit i quit for the next five and a half minutes <laughs> for the next five and a half minutes all the attention goes on your beautiful body so let me ask on you your this beautiful though. body your beautiful yeah. body which ne- that line never worked by the way <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this how, <laughs> i'm not sure any of my lines ever worked how often would you stop for those impacts was he like a one pack a day guy or was he like a two pack a day yeah. guy or oh like really one pack a day wow yeah. that seems like a lot I of zins to be putting even, in your mouth it seems like a lot of zins to me too but like i don't know if that was just like because he was forgetful or if he was actually doing that many, do, sucking on that many. I don't know what you even say wow. for that. But like, I don't, maybe he was just forgetful because he wasn't that organized. I don't know. <laughs> That's like you had real admiration for this guy. <laughs> oh, we didn't last. Yeah, I know. As, as, as evidenced by the fact that you're no longer together, you probably weren't the, the right fit. You know, he is a lovely person, but just not the right person for me. And I didn't know fine. these zins, zins existed <laughs> until... I know. Listen, I agree with you. You got to go through a few. I mean, you got to burn some rubber until you're yeah. going to hit the road, right? It's just the way that it is. <laughs> I don't... I never... I mean, there's a few people that I've dated. This is completely off sub- subject of, of Zin. But there are a few people that I have dated that I probably I would be okay never communicating with again in my life. I think the relationship was toxic. I think it wasn't good for either yeah. of us. I think it... In in all three cases, the girl, the three girls that I dated, where I say to myself, "No, no, 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 don't want to talk to you, don't want to see you in public." Yeah, in all three cases, I think it was just bad news for both of us, right? For lots of different reasons, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I am grateful for the experiences that I've had, and I know that the wrong ones led me to the right one, and understanding what, what I want, what the right one was, right? What real, yeah, totally caring and empathy was, but none of them did zin. And so none of them, I don't need to do do's in. How, what, how do you say that? I, I don't know. Zin, That's I what I'm zin. saying. I'm like, I, 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 I take zins. You're not even taking yeah. them. I'm just, I suck zins. I think yeah, we need you to put say. them under your lip so and instead, do that. Maybe instead of saying to people like, go suck a dick. You say, go suck a zin. Go suck a zin. Go suck on this jizz. Go suck a zin. When we were. <laughs> suck when a we, zin, bitch. Yeah. When we were teenagers, you. The, Don't the, say we like we were teenagers at the same time, Brian. Well, I'm saying we as in the collective we. I'm trying, I'm, to, I'm trying to appeal to the younger audience, of which there's probably yeah, yeah, three, yeah. right? And you might be one of them, but you're forced to. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not sure this would be your first choice of podcast. Yeah, you maybe, not be the other maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but now that you're in it, you know, you're Yeah, I'm you in it now. I'm addicted. Yeah. What are you going to do? Just like I am to those zins. <laughs> those zins. I saw them. A Twitter, like a tweet, an X, a twit, a twat. I don't even know what you uh-huh. call them anymore. 
where Tuckle, Tucker Carlson, Tuckle, <laughs> Tuckle Carlson, <laughs> Tuckle Cuckle. That's a better name for him. Yeah, Tuckle Cuckle. Tuckle Cuckle. He, they delivered him the world's largest Zin package by helicopter. Yeah. He got like presented <laughs> the world's largest Zin package. It had like 50,000 Zins in it or whatever. And it was literally the size of a house. I mean, it was ridiculous. Does um, Tuckle anyway. Cuckle suck Zins? Yeah. Oh, you know that the Tuckle Cuckle sucks something. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, he's always, he's definitely sucking something, but uh, I didn't know he sucked Zins, but I, I guess you don't know until you're already, it's already too late. That's right. Once you, once you're in it, he's probably sucking a, well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to start some weird, <laughs> You know, internet content. We started bullshit. an internet feud. Uh, you know, this is TZB now. The Zen break. Oh, hey, there you go. I that <laughs> I would be willing to do. Zen wants it to pay me fifty thousand dollars a month. They can sponsor us. I'm not too proud. I am not too (laughs) proud to just go ahead and say that I now Zin because Zin is now a sponsor. We've said the words enough. Well, I'm probably going to get demonetized on YouTube for using the word Zin. It's going to be considered, you know, something that can't be said to the children. But here's (laughs) here's I wanted to share that when I was a teenager, I was a teenager. When I toured the high school that I was going to go to, right? I went to Catholic mm-hmm. school. So when we toured the high school that we, that we were going to go, go to in the courtyard of this high school, which was in the inside of the school, this big open courtyard, there fancy. were seniors in high school, fancy indeed. Well, the Catholics, they have a lot of money. You know, the Catholic church got a ton yeah, of cash. They can spend truth. it on schools. Yeah. It's all that blackmail. Hey, listen, well, let me get me started on that. All right. So, we toured that school in the courtyard during the lunch break. There were seniors in that school who were smoking cigarettes in the courtyard. They were smoking cigarettes. That's how either fucking old I am or how fucking dumb people were. I back was going to say, I mean, like, I feel shocked, but I don't think I should be seeing as that was like 1962. <laughs> in 62, I'm sure they were smoking in the classrooms. I don't know. The, the teachers had to <laughs> have been. Were. The teachers had to have been. Someone. You, watch, you, you know, I should check in with my grandma because she was a headmistress um, in like the 60s and 50s. I don't know why that sounds so funny to me. Headmistress. Headmistress. <laughs> I know. Headmistress. But I can't say she was a principal because she wasn't a principal she was a headmistress headmistress that you know mm-hmm. i just w- i was taking one of my kids on uh school tours and i saw a parking sign uh in the parking lot it said head head mistress is what it said and i wow. found it really weird that they would call anybody that anymore but so yeah. then the next year when i ended up going to the high school they banned cigarette smoking altogether on the campus right mm-hmm. but they would turn a blind eye to the seniors smoking cigarettes out on the front lawn. And That's there was crazy. like a Texaco gas station right down the street. And so during your lunch break, it would not be uncommon to find like a dozen freshmen, sophomore, juniors, whatever, over at that Texaco buying cigarettes. The Texaco knew that we were underage because we were wearing school uniforms. They knew we were <laughs> underage. They never carded us and they always sold us cigarettes. And I'll tell you what, it, it was just like, I don't know if any person in my class that I ever knew with any degree of, you know, uh, intimacy, like I actually had a conversation with, didn't yeah. at least smoke a cigarette on occasion, if not full-blown cigarette smoke. Wow. And this is like, the world is completely different now. We're putting people in glass tubes so that they can smoke cigarettes. Is this an indication that the world is ending? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it seems Maybe. a little strange to me. But I don't you know, know. I also feel like airports aren't real. So, like, nothing that happens in there is real. It's a different universe. We were just talking about this. Yeah. Gina and I were just talking about this the other day. 
it's a different fake yeah i don't know (laughs) what in the good fuck is going on at airports and airplanes but i'm sure that the fabric of of the universe is coming apart at the seams and i'm sure it's starting at airports and airplanes did you hear about this guy that was farting up a storm and they had to reroute the plane did you hear this? Yeah. Yes. This is insane. <laughs> and the guy wasn't like, I'm sorry, I got a bad case of, you know, the ass uh, burps right now. He was like, smell the this. You smell burps. my finger. Ass burps. That's what I call them in front of my kids. I say, hey, you got an ass burp? Was that an ass burp? <laughs> <laughs> ass burps. <laughs> ass burps. <laughs> I love that. So, I got a bad uh, case a of the one. ass burps on this I flight. Got we got to turn around, burps. boys. <laughs> they didn't even get off the ground. They kicked him off the flight because That's, he wasn't apologizing or asking what? to use the restroom. Was it, he do you actually? Know if they were like loud or yeah. Oh, oh the like, the description loud? on the Reddit page. Yes, they were loud and they were so offensive that everybody on the plane started to com- complain to the to the uh, stewards and the stewardesses that hey, listen. Uh, I don't know if I can make an entire flight with this going on. And they were flying from like, I think it was from Phoenix to Austin, Texas. It was like a two hour flight and they didn't even get off the ground. The pilot had to turn the plane around and they, and they got the guy off the flight. But I think part of the reason, according to the people, some of the people that were on the plane claimed to have been on the plane on Reddit. I will say this, right? Mm -hmm. They they have confirmed Mm -hmm. that this actually did happen, but there were people on Reddit that were, you know, having fun with it. Right. So they claimed Reddit. Being people on Reddit, well, you got to believe what's on Reddit. Uh, so they claimed <laughs> that the guy was like making jokes. He was like, smell my finger, you know, uh-huh. pull my finger, shit like that. Like a grown ass adult <gasps> man having the poots on this an airplane. Is like the poots. The poots. Po- <laughs> <laughs> <Ryan. laughs> my my used to say that. <laughs> My ex-wife used to say that about the dog. She'd be like, oh, oh the dog's got God. the poots. <laughs> it's like you the know what? Okay, the just a, a quick sidebar. Um, having sure. the poots in Britain, they'll call um, a fart either a pump or a trump. And so my oh, parents yes, are always like, this. what, we literally elected a fart for president? A trump? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Did. It's a fart. So yes, anyway, so you ha- a grown man has the poots on the plane. <laughs> He's got the poots on the plane and he can't help himself. He thinks this is the funniest thing in the world and no one else thinks it's funny. And so they turn the they That's turn the plane point. around and just it is absolutely disgusting. Now listen, you everyone has stomach problems every once in a while, but as I was sharing with Tina, yeah. I said the appropriate thing to do is number one, don't get on the plane if you're really in that bad of a condition. You say, listen, I got to change flights yeah. and I'm embarrassed to tell you why, but I got st- st- tummy problems and I don't think anybody wants to be stuck in a tin can with me, right? I think that's the adult mm. thing to do, the very mature thing to do. Might be hard to admit that, but if you're saying pull my finger, then I don't think you have any shame in telling people that you have the, the, the butt trumpets, right? And so, the guy, yeah, <laughs> just coming up with different names for farts. Um, I know, I but, love it. I'm here for it. Yeah, but the other part is you just can't then make a big joke out of it because other people are not going to find that funny that their entire flight is ruined because you had a double bubble fart burger from Hardee's this morning. You know what I'm saying? Whew, yeah, I mean, listen, I think everyone has been on a flight and God, yes. God bless you if it was a, a long haul flight with someone who is a farter and it is truly <laughs> one of the worst one of the worst experiences you can have on an airplane of I which agree. there are many 
But yeah. someone next to you who is constantly farting is whew, it's bad. not that's a, just it's not a good look. I agree. And listen, these planes are super well ventilated. Like turn on your air thing and they'll go in the bathroom yeah. or you know I don't care well, if you have to be you know, in the bathroom the entire me, flight. Go ahead. Someone once said to me that uh, airplane air is just recycled farts, and I think about it every time <laughs> I'm on an airplane. <laughs> Correct, but it's recycled farts. It goes through a filter. You know what I'm saying? Still don't it goes feel through a good filter. About it. Still I'm not feeling great still about don't it. Don't like it. <laughs> I'm not feeling great about it. I'm with you on this one, but at least it's filtered, right? If the dumbass next to me is just letting loose in a bad way, I, I think I'm also going to say to the the flight attendants, I'm going to say, "Hey, listen, I can't sit here, or you got to do something with this guy. Lock him in the bathroom." Which the airplane behavior is cool. so bad these days. Yeah, lock him in the bathroom. Yeah. The, there was a guy in on a flight uh, down in South America somewhere who got. Locked in the bathroom for the entirety of the three-hour flight. Did you read that one? And they had to yes, kick down I the door when they landed. That one. Yeah. That's yeah. like my nightmare. Crazy. That's my I nightmare. Mean, not yeah. where I want any stuck. No. And if I don't have my phone, there I am literally like, breaking myself out of there. Oh my god! Yeah, there was a time in my life for the first like I don't know eighteen years of my life where I was flying like relatively regularly over to scotland um and i was so freaked out by airplane bathrooms i just would not go and so i would literally hold my pee for eight hours nine hours whatever (laughs) i was like i gotta do what i gotta do i'm not going in there i would rather die by uti than go in that bathroom however i have since grown (laughs) yeah well listen it's a uti filled uh event when you have to go into those restrooms and i really feel bad for the women because there's no way to control the direction of your pee when especially i have actually been on a flight when i was in the restroom experiencing turbulence and i like my feet lifted off the ground that's how much turbulence there were and i I had to i held the pee because first of all i couldn't pee because i was shaking around so much you know i'm a sensitive kind of guy if i'm not in the right condition doing his kegels (laughs) i got my kegels hard dude I'm Tantra Yoga, baby. I've been doing Kegels since I was a little itty bitty, Brian. Back when I was getting locked in. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's how you do it. Keep a healthy prostate. Um, So, okay, let's do this. Let's take a break. And then I want to share with you a couple stories that I think a further evidence that the fabric of the earth is tearing apart right now. (laughs) The fabric of the the psyche of the human race is tearing apart right now. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about some positive uplifting stuff, like how it's all coming to an end. We'll do that in just one second. Let's listen to you do the break. We'll be back. Oh, joy. Are you mindlessly scrolling Instagram right now? How about throwing us a follow at the commercial break and also at TCB podcast on TikTok. Check out our website, tcbpodcast.com, to find absolutely everything you could ever want to know about us. And if you simply can't stay away, call us and leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or you can text us at 855-TCB-8383. While you're contemplating divulging your life dramas to us, have a listen to our sponsors. You know you love me. XOXO Gossip Girl. This episode is sponsored in part by Magic Spoon. 
Okay, if you've listened to any amount of the commercial break, then you know one of my disgusting food habits is to eat sugary cereals with cream late at night. Well, the earth just turned one year older, and I've decided to do away with the empty calories and added sugars. The good news for my bad cereal habit, I have Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon recreates all the flavors that we loved as children without all the baggage that goes in our bellies. It has all the flavors you love, but it's high in protein, and it has less sugar. Astrid and I just bought a variety pack that has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frost, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs. It's only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. And I get the taste of my favorite cereal without all the guilt. Magic Spoon is returning to the commercial break as a sponsor, and we're so happy that they're offering you a discount. Go to magicspoon.com slash TCB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TCB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, for any reason, they'll refund your money, absolutely no questions asked. Remember to start the near off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash TCB. And be sure to use the promo code TCB to save $5 off. That's magicspoon.com slash TCB and use the code TCB to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for being a sponsor of the commercial break and giving me something to look forward to late night after I get out of the studio. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. 
Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I don't know why, but this year I am addicted to chapstick. Like never before have I ever felt okay. I ever needed to eat. <laughs> I'm just sharing that with you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I was like a vigorously applying chapstick. All day What's on, your chapstick uh, of choice? Well, I'm using the Vaseline, which I know is, you know. You know, no, I'm with you because I have my tiny little Aquaphor right here. Okay, I've I have an Aquaphor somewhere around yeah. the house too. I have three of them. One's in the studio. One's in my bathroom. One's in my bedroom. And I love so I'll that. use it. I know. I support I you. All of a sudden, I started getting dry lips like this year, and I don't know why because mm. it's not stopped raining in seven months here. And okay, you no, know, but it was super dry when it was really cold. Yeah, yes. Because yes. I was getting static shocks left, right, and center every single day. I couldn't pet my cat without shocking one of us. That's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? I was. I hated we were, it. We were playing this game with my kids. We rub this soft blanket on their heads and their hair stand up. And then we turn off the lights and you can see the electric shock, right? You can see Ooh, the electricity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun, but it, it's kind of, it kind of hurts. Like it not hurts, yeah. but it's like, a, it's shock. It's a shock. You're Some, like, oh my God. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it hurts. That's what she hurts. said. <laughs> All right, I'll move on. My boss, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's what you get. That's what yeah, you get when you go to work for an old for white man. Um, <laughs> old white man and thinks he's funny. Improv comedy, quote unquote. <laughs> Just means he's not brave enough to do stand-up comedy or good enough to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, that's the truth. And the truth hurts, buddy. It, the truth does hurt. I agree with you. That's why I just say whatever I want. Say whatever comes to mind. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Now, important stuff to talk about. Have okay, you been keeping? Do you care one fucking bit about the NFL, the playoffs, any of that stuff? No. Okay. Well, at least you're being honest. I don't care either. If there's all, if there's one thing that I care about football wise, it's the college football, and I only get into that so I speak so I can speak with some bit of knowledge mm-hmm. to my brothers about college football because they are big fans. Yes. I, it's the peer we pressure do for acceptance. I know. I want to be part of the group, so I don't know the first thing about any of that. So yeah. I just listen to this. I I listen to the broadcasters and then I repeat what they say. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you see that defensive back? They need a new tackle in there. Mm-hmm. Get them out. I don't know why they're running slant first passes and 10. all the time. Yeah, for, first and thirty. Uh, go That's get them. The only thing I know, the only football thing I know, is first and ten. <laughs> slant pass to the left or whatever. Right? <laughs> Look, he's in the yeah. pocket. I say, I say that a lot. I go, he's good in the pocket. That's what he's I say. In the pocket. I know. And then he's my brothers the are like, oh, Brian knows a little bit of something. Hey, yeah, we ran a third and ten the on the pocket, pocket, though, Brian. I have what's no the clue. Pocket? I don't know. Yeah. I know what it means in music. It's mean when you're really there. I know really what there. nature's pocket is. That's the vagina. Hey now, and the vagina <laughs> is not just the opening. It's a lot of other things, as so Doctor Sin once told us. But let's move past the vagina. Yes, move because I have enough vagina talk in my house already. I don't need any more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the NFL, Taylor Swift, is obviously oh, yeah. the has been nonstop talked about the entire season because she's dating that Travis Kelsey guy. Yeah, and many, many Kansas City Chief fans believe that she is bad luck. She's an omen. She's not, you know, she's not okay. all she's cracked up to be. And I think this just comes Haven't because they've doing well. They just lost in the playoffs. 
Oh, so I was just thinking, well, fault. they're still playing. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, they must be doing well. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, me too, right? I assume yeah. that if you're playing this deep into the season, you got something going on for you. Right? But in the NFL, you can still have like a 7-9 and nine record and get in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm not sure. that. I don't want to speak about it because I don't know the first thing about it That's but i never do know stopped either of us before but i love that <laughs> love that journey love that journey for you it's good uh <laughs> my feet hurt but it's good so <laughs> i am like okay why are all the the chiefs fans upset because apparently travis does very well when taylor's in the house he's trying to impress his lady you know he's trying to impress his significant other he wants her to know that he does a good job yeah. at the job he does and it seems like he does do pretty well when she's there uh, watching the game. So, except for the last game, which they lost, and now they're out of the playoffs. Hmm. So, this all leads me to this weird article that I read about Taylor Swift just a couple of days ago, like maybe yesterday. The AI, which I think is an extraordinary technology that is extraordinarily dangerous, used the wrong way. And, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to use it the wrong way, because look at the fucking internet. It was also yeah. an extraordinary technology that is now just a total shit show. Yeah. The Kansas, some Kansas City Chiefs fans are so angry with Taylor Swift, they have been using a website, and I think that, I don't want to give the whole name of the website out, because I don't think this is right that people are using this, but it's something along the lines of, create my girlfriend, right? Or, create, or you know, create okay. my porn, whatever it is. What you do is you throw in a picture of whomever you'd like, and then the AI goes out there and it finds pornographic images that can be married up very specifically to mm-hmm. the picture that you put out. It cuts out the face and puts it yeah. on a porn image, Don't and like then that, there you but... go. Don't like it whatsoever. Yeah. So they have been making some incredibly crass Taylor Swift images because I guess because they're so angry that this woman decided to fuck oh, with their God. football. I'm not really sure why Get anybody life, would do honestly. this. Listen, there's lots of people out there who are perverted and probably just wanted to see this anyway. But then yeah. I think this comes with a bit of spite because if I didn't see the actual yeah. images, but I saw uh, caricatures of the images and it was like, holy shit, guys, really? I mean, that's like violent, weird, I'm, crazy I'm stuff. I'm sure it's just people <clears throat> being really degrading, you know, violent My- women, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you a thousand percent, right? There's just, I think there's just some dudes out there who just can't get over it. They're so angry for whatever reason, for lots of reasons, I'm sure. Their mother, their last girlfriend, their never girlfriend, the girlfriend that they want, the girlfriend that they can't have, whatever it is. <clears throat> Being told a lot of bullshit from a lot of different other angry men, and you should be angry too, and this reason and that reason, whatever. But I think the real problem is the website in and of itself. Like, yeah. I think this should be outlawed. And there are certain states that are now putting bills forward to outlaw the creation of pornographic images, the creation and distribution of pornographic images that are not real, digitally altered pornographic uh, images. And I think think this should be outlawed. Do you remember maybe 10 years ago, there was a website out there and I think it was called the, the something. It was a place where you could the go something the something very i'm going to thank you very much i'm good at this uh i'm really good at my job <laughs> <laughs> just like travis just like trav hey trav <laughs> uh there was a, a website where you could go and you could s- just submit randomly you didn't have to do anything you could submit uh, pictures and stories mainly about women though there were men involved in it 
you know, you could say, oh, this girl is a whore. She gave me herpes. She's mm-hmm. the sluttiest girl on the block, blah, 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 blah. All the nasty words, all the nasty things. You could put it up on this website. It was unmonitored, unfiltered. I mean, I, I say it was unmonitored. Somebody owned it, right? Yeah. And then you could base, it was basically revenge porn on yeah. one platform, all right there. And some of these images were gross and nasty, and some were just pictures of a particular person. But that person had zero opportunity to take them down. Now, they claimed yeah. that you could write in and you could say, hey, listen, that's me. Take that down. And that they would uh, take care of it. They would moderate yeah. it. But that didn't happen. A lot of people got, a lot of people sued this particular guy. And one guy Good. ended up buying the website from him for like, I don't know what, I forget what it was, $8,000 or something and shutting it down altogether because he was so upset that this was happening. And so I say, uh, heroes don't wear capes. Good for him. <clears throat> but then second of all, like, shouldn't this stuff just, shouldn't we, first of all, shouldn't we as human beings probably just not do this kind of shit? But then yeah. second of all, shouldn't there be a law against, just randomly, you know, putting up well, pornographic pictures of people and saying... Isn't that like a form of, like, slander or libel or something? I don't really know the legal definitions of those, but that's what it sounds like to me. The, but I'm not the, a lawyer. The challenge in, the, in that particular law is, you. first of all, the person has to be of note to create yeah. slander. They have to be a person of note. You can't just... I can't. I can call it's, a, it's illegal to talk shit. <laughs> it's illegal to talk shit. Exactly right. It's illegal to talk shit, yeah. which I don't agree with. You should but be able to talk shit about whatever you want. Isn't revenge isn't, porn illegal? Right. Uh, revenge porn is illegal, I believe, in all fifty states. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's hard to prove, and it's hard to say that you know that's uh, that yeah. that's what happened. Like if you, I mean, if I take a picture, with half this stuff is it's like he said, she said, and you would think people would just be better, but they're not. This is why I. This is an, this is proof number proof of many. Right. Another piece of evidence that yes. yet the fabric of society is coming apart. Like, shouldn't we yeah. as human beings, no matter how angry we are with a person, just kind of like, you know, share it with our friends that we're really angry at this yeah. lady or Talk this dude. Shit in exactly. Your Don't put Talk it on sh- the Internet. Or come to the commercial break where no one will hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just that's what yeah. I, I, I have such a hard time believing that. People are so upset with another human being that they would do this in such a public way as to ruin somebody's life forever. I Google, you know, Brian Greene, and there's all this drama about him that he doesn't have a chance to say back. This is bullshit. And I and I I don't know what to do, but I wish I could do something. I'm mad, too. (laughs) (laughs) You seem so angry. I'm mad. Well, I'm mad, but I think I'm also just a woman, so I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> it's really a shit end of the stick, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's... like, revenge porn was a really big thing when I was in college, so... Oh, was like, it? Was it like a lot of yeah. dudes just were like, eh, she got well, this girl's tits. I just yeah, just like there. people yeah. being bad. And it's like, yeah. we just... It was like, this is not okay. And so, and... I don't know. I think a lot of times, just being a woman, like even in the dating world, like you're afraid to reject someone for fear of them. Like, I don't know, doxing you in some way or like, uh, being aggressive towards you physically or, um, on social media or whatever it might be. Like we're, we're genuinely afraid to go on a date with someone cause we might get murdered. So like, it's just, 
I'm serious. Like, I, I know. I get it. This I know. This is like, I'm not no, even fucking joking. It's fun. I, I'm like, this is a lifetime movie, but it's not yeah. really a lifetime movie. It's like it's actual like, life. Yeah. I, you know how many people in my life have my location? All of them. <laughs> I share <laughs> my location true. with everyone. And I'm like, I'm going on a date with this person at this time, at this location. Here's his picture in case he murders me. But hoping it goes well. <laughs> That is terrible. That's, but that's terrible. What I, that's what I send out every time I go on a date. Do you really? Yeah. I got daughters, I, man. That scares the shit out of me, actually. Oh, yeah. Good luck, man. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the the readily available information on the internet makes mm-hmm. it super that much more scary because, like, you know, I'm a, a teenager and a guy in my early 20s. It's just, like... Things happened organically. We didn't mm-hmm. have internet was around, but it wasn't like everybody had everybody's information on the internet. Well, and you famously so didn't have an email till like 2010. <laughs> I did not have an email until like 2010. That's right. Well, maybe not 2010, but in yeah, the 2000s. Yeah, 2007. That's right. <laughs> on 9-11, I decided it's time for me to get one of those email addresses. It's time. <laughs> the phones got all yacked up because of all the drama up in North. And so I think I got to get an email to talk to my dad. All the drama up North. Love yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys could pause on that for a second so I can call my dad and let him know that I'm in Atlanta and nowhere close to any of the drama. And so is he. So we're fine. Great, Everything's great. okay. Yeah. Hey, all those people. What's going on over there? You stop for a second so I can see if anybody recorded TLC on my VCR. Did you see there's a new TLC show coming out called oh, um, the, Boston like- Translation? Yes, Lost yes. in Translation, or whatever yes. it is, Love in Translation. Love That's in Translation. It. I think about you every time it gives me a little commercial for Love in Translation, and I'm like, I gotta watch that. <laughs> okay, so off the revenge porn for a second, let me tell yes. you that I I was talking to a, a friend of mine, and he's like, he was having some relationship troubles, and I was, I'm not good at relationship advice because I'm no expert <laughs> on relationships, right? But I tell him, I say, listen, he goes, I just don't feel like there's a lot of intimacy going on, right? It, it, like mm-hmm. in a way that I want, like a, like a closeness, like not about sex, yeah. but a closeness that I want. Yeah. He's a sensitive guy. He wants some an closeness. emotional intimacy. He's an emotional intimacy. So Isn't I said, I want you to. Everyone wants. I think so. I think so. You know, you're pansexual. So you may know better than anybody. Like uh, emotional <laughs> intimacy is what you it's, want. It's the scariest part, though. It is the scariest part. You got to. You got to open up the doors. You got to let people in. So I say to him, I said, listen, I want you to try an exercise that I learned a long time ago. And it's benefited me in a lot of relationships and not just intimate relationships or or like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Sit in front of somebody that you want to be emotionally intimate with and you stare into their eyes for 20 minutes. Start a Mm -hmm. timer. 20 minutes. Stare in the eyes. Not at the nose, not at the eyebrow. In the eyes. Exactly in the eyes. It'll take you a minute to settle down. You get the giggles out. Everybody will have a little laugh. And then, if you don't walk away from that crying, then you're a psychopath and you need to go immediately to the therapist. Really? Really. Uh, really. Try it. 20 minutes is such a long time. It's a so very I feel a long time. So now listen. So you do then, that in like Meisner like technique. Yeah. Like look into someone's eyes first, your partner, your like scene partner, whatever. Yeah. To like feel those emotions. Connected. Right. Yeah. But um, it's not for that long. And okay. I'm just curious. So I did this one time with a stranger at a Mm -hmm. retreat. And it was my first retreat ever. And it was a tantra retreat, not like an orgy, but a retreat, right? Where we were learning breathing techniques and all this other stuff. 
I did this. The first exercise that we do after we do it, some stretching and some you know, haze and hellos and all that other stuff. There's like 20 people in the room, mainly boy girls. So it's like almost even 10, 10. And I get partnered with a stranger who became a friend of mine. I got partnered with a stranger. I didn't make it five minutes. I was weeping like a fucking child. Huh. It all came to me. I wasn't looking at a stranger. I was looking at myself and all the flaws and all the beauty and i was grateful for all of it i was terrified about all of it and it just all came flooding in and i was no hokey pokey mystic bullshit guy i was like Mm -hmm. i i refused to go to these retreats for like three years until someone dragged me into one and then (laughs) i i was convinced that i was like holy new world opened up for me now back to tlc's show so i'm sitting here editing uh, or working on the show the other night and I'm, this pops on in the background. Well, I'm not listening to it. I'm not paying any attention to it. But then all of a sudden, I start paying attention. They are doing this in two-minute intervals with each of the people that they cannot speak the other language. No one on one side speaks English, and no one on the other side speaks whatever language the other person is speaking. Literally none. Zero. So the person who's conducting this says, hey, sit in front. This is the exercise we're going to do. You're going to pair up for two minutes at a time, and you're going to watch it. Not... One of the people that I watched was not in tears at the end of the two minutes. It was like, I was like, oh my God, this is insane. I was just talking about this. So, but otherwise, I'm not watching the show and I'll explain why. TLC is best when you can just listen to it and occasionally turn around to see uh, what kind of shithead is saying what. But this show, Lost in Translation, they don't have any, like, no one's speaking on their behalf. Yeah. You actually have to watch subtitles. it. You have to watch it. I want to watch like, it, to be Fuck. honest. What's that? I want to watch it. I want to see what's going on. Turn that shit on and report back to me. Let me know. Okay. If you've got enough time to watch a two-hour well, show no. that's got subtitles, <laughs> please let me know. Report back. Come back to the show and report back. I call that work. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, what are you doing watching TLC? Are you on the 90 Day Fiance or some (laughs) shit like that? No, it was coming on on Peacock when I was watching, I don't know, Summer House or The Housewives or something. Oh my God, are you another one with The Housewives? Yeah, I love The Housewives. I love Uh, Bravo. God, you and Chrissy. You and Chrissy should get together and talk about this. I I told her the other day, I said I'm a great wine and Bravo companion. (laughs) I'm going to tell you my Housewives story. Why don't we take a short break and then I'm going to tell you my housewife story and why I probably will never watch the housewives with any degree of like uh, fandom. I'm going to share with you that okay. story when we get back. And then I want to tell you the, another story that I've got that pretty much shares that the fabric of the world is coming apart, <laughs> coming okay. apart Re- revenge porn and farting guys Ooh. on planes. It's all here at the commercial break. <laughs> we'll be back. Ugh! finally, I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, so it's, I want to say it's 2012. Okay. And... I am part of an organization, part of a streaming slide. It's right before podcasts came online. And this guy came to me and he said, I, I want to start a streaming radio slash video station beyond 24 hours a day. No genres. People of all flavors and types are going to come in. They're going to have a show. You want, you're going to manage it. I'll pay you to do it. All right. And so I was like, Oh, that's really cool. That sounds like a really cool idea. So the, the it was called Simcole FM. The guy who was. <clears throat> the business partner on this, let's call him the, the funder of this, mm-hmm. is a guy named Simon Guabadia. And I've done an episode on Simon Guabadia. And so I called it, uh, I now call it Scam Call FM because the guy was just a terrible <laughs> human being. But, and he ended up screwing a lot of people out of a lot of money. But that's a different story altogether. I don't want to get okay. over it. He is now on the Real House, or he was for a season on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, married oh, to uh-huh. Portia, I think, yeah. Portia DeRossi. Is that right? Well, it's not Portia DeRossi, really... it's Portia, that's, yeah, that's, no, yeah. that's Ellen's <laughs> I <laughs> Ellen's don't really watch Atlanta because it's kind of too close to home. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, nah, I don't really need eh. to watch it. But then again, Nene is honestly amazing. I love her. I think she's hilarious. Love, she has the most quotable lines. I just, I love her so much. So I don't really watch Atlanta. Okay. So all of those housewives, there was a music, so we had the, the streaming studio, and then right next to it, there was a music studio, very famous music studio, I won't mention, because it wasn't, it was kind of part of this whole drama, but it wasn't part of this whole drama. And so between the music studio and the streaming station, which everybody thought was like, you know, super cool, even though it really wasn't, they thought it was awesome, right? And so famous people would come by all the time. And they were, mm-hmm. you know, these famous people, some of them were housewives, of Atlanta at one point or another, or I think at the time there might have been some from New York that came down or whatever. So they would come in the studio all the time. One of them got produced. Uh, one of them had a friend. That friend was on the streaming station. That friend got approached by the same production company that was doing Real Housewives of Atlanta to do her own show, like a break okay. off of this show on a different network altogether. For some reason, and I don't really remember the circumstances, I was at a bar in an afternoon where this girl was filming for this particular show. Okay. Christina, it could not have been more staged. Could not yeah. have been more staged. 
It was staged for drama. It was staged for drunkenness. It was staged for bullshit. None of it was real. None of it appeared to be real. Are you I know. Surprised? The Real Housewives are, don't live in Atlanta. <laughs> Most of them do not have any money. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's all fictitious. And I'm you know sure. What? what? That's why I like Beverly Hills because they have the real money and they have rich yeah. people problems. Like just rich people fucking problems. Is and that your favorite I, version of the show? Actually, hot. Okay, no. I have a, I have my three faves are Beverly Hills. Okay. Salt Lake City, because if you know, you know. Proof, timeline, <laughs> screenshots, everything. Okay, sorry. So we've got Salt Lake City, and then Miami is really slept on. Miami ah. is so fucking wild. Uh, I just love it. <laughs> so, so you watching all of these? Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> Christina. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm caught up on all of them. So okay. I'm watching like one episode on a Wednesday, one gotcha. episode on a Thursday, one episode on a Tuesday. But like, you know, Salt Lake City just finished. Yeah. Um, Miami's still going right now. Beverly Hills, I think, is still going. They're like reaching the end of their season. I think. Okay. So it's not really like... It's not a big commitment at this point because I've you're already just watching. It. Yeah, it's like watching one show a night. You're just yeah. you're just whenever they come on, you record them and then you watch through them. Record them, aw. No. You don't. Oh, you you just go streaming. You go yeah, streaming. I just watch them on Peacock. <laughs> I don't TiVo them. <laughs> no, no more TiVo. I do remember hooking up a TiVo for my former oh, yeah. mother-in-law. That was yeah, the whole TiVo thing. TiVo was so cool, but I was at not the time. rich enough to have TiVo. <laughs> no, but you can only record like t- the first version. You can only record like ten hours of television at a time, and then they had the second generation where you do like a hundred yeah. hours, and people thought, "Oh my God, how'd you get a who who has a hundred hours of TV to watch?" Yeah. Now I've got this direct TV thing, and the way I, the reason I say record is because I've got direct TV, and we have unlimited mm-hmm. recording hours. My kids have gone through and press record <laughs> on every single television show that ever existed. If I want to find something, I just look at my DVR because it's going to yeah. be there because my kids record it all. They've it's unbelievable. It. <laughs> it's a fucking little shitheads. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's not that I have anything particular against the housewives. I just know how fictitious or how the producers prod them along so much. Yeah. They navigate and manipulate the stories and they cut and edit and, and make but it like, look all dramatic. That being said, there is some real drama. There is. No doubt. Like, I'm there sure is there is some real drama. And if you had watched Salt Lake City this season, you would know. Do you know, want to know something about Salt Lake City? I just read something. I was get so sure. furious about this Stanley Cup shit. I know I was furious, oh. but I was like, <laughs> I was like, God, these damn consumers, these damn consumers. What do you give a shit about the Stanley Cup? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Get another one of the 35,000 steel cups that hold water just like every other cup. Why do you need a pink Stanley Cup? Why is everyone beating each other up? Yeah. I just read that a woman got busted. Going oh, yeah, in, I saw that. did you see that? She had like 60 of them yeah, or like, something. Yeah, yeah, they set it up like a fucking drug bust. They put all the Stanley cups on top yeah. of the police car and they were like, <laughs> yeah, look crazy. at all these bricks of Stanley's. <laughs> it's insane. Why are you? Why? Okay, so then I'm like, how did this really start, right? Who? Because they went from $75 million in annual revenue to $750 million in annual revenue in the course of three years. That's an insane amount of growth. So what I... What I read, like this investigative journalist had the same question. How did this all get started? Who started this big trend? You know what I heard? I heard that the Mormon house mothers 
who mm-hmm. are yeah, it was the ins- Mormon mommy bloggers? With the mommy bloggers, that's right. Mm-hmm. They are they are yes. outsized influencers for a very you know minor relatively minority group of human yeah. beings. They are like outsized influencers, and that apparently everything they touch when it comes to mommy blogging is gold. Yeah, right. They just gold. Yeah. And some I mean, of these mommy bloggers are like the original internet. Like they started everything. Uh, I'd say mommy porn um, stars in terms are of probably like, <laughs> in terms of like. Um, uh, like blogging, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like the podcast, stuff like that. Yeah. Mommy bloggers are it. That's it. So yeah, it started with the Mormon mommy bloggers, That's and insane. they are fascinating to watch. Like I get sucked into like Mormon TikTok sometimes just because it's so interesting. And I why? Just, like, well, because it's so different from the world I live in. Okay, so so different in in what sense? Like, because they're, they're sheltered. Like, what would you? They'll like interview people on BYU campus, and they'll be like, "What would you rather do?" Say a curse word or kill a cat, and they're like, "Kill, kill a cat." cat. They're like, I'm, I would I never. And I'm no. like, but you would kill a cat? Yeah. It's oh, just I crazy. Yeah, I guess one smart ass was out there. I did see some of this. He was on the BYU yeah. campus, and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, kiss with tongue before marriage or do yeah. it up the butt. And they were like, yeah. oh, do it up the butt. And I was yeah. like, oh my god. Or like oh when god. they, um, oh shoot, I forgot. It was. Oh, like when they do like uh, dance challenges, but like make it Jesus friendly. Oh. Um, or this isn't the Mormons. This is just like other Christian TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but um, they'll like change the lyrics of the songs and so that they can do like the like you know the Doja Cat that was on that was like ooh she the devil she a bad yeah, yeah. little bitch she a rebel they like turned it into a song about Jesus oh he's a Jesus yeah like he ooh, he's the yeah. king like we love him so much i don't know it was so dumb uh, this is some of my favorite shit on the internet it. uh, some yeah, of so my favorite you know, shit on the internet so, like, I, sue me i get sucked into christian tiktok i didn't have time to put it together today so but we'll maybe christy and i'll do it next week there is i found a primetime sitcom it was supposed to be a primetime sitcom it had made they made like five episodes of it it's this christian sitcom where they meet uh-huh. certain challenges like you know one guy wants to go to a fine arts community college but that's where satan teaches you know <laughs> and then another person went to jail because they stole a piece mm-hmm. of candy and satan came for them are they other they, one day they came in and there was a guy with a knife in the house a drug addict with a knife in the house and he was threatening to kill everybody but they read him the bible and he got saved these are literally classic like 30 minute episodes of this and it is terrible it is terrible and i cannot wait to review every single episode because i'm yeah. like this is exciting to me you i said love thirsty this. for con- Content, and you know what? Jesus answered. Jesus provided. That's right. You're right about that. Look at me. I'm saved. I am saved. I'm saved. I am saved. Look Thank at me. you, baby. Ah, uh, such so so weird. I have I have friends. I actually I actually have a, a a business partner who's Mormon, but he's not like at least he doesn't share that in on the business side of his life like you would never know except Good he lives him. In, that's ex- smart <laughs> yeah, except his office is in salt lake city and um and over time we got to know them as friends also and we knew mm-hmm. it. and they're perfectly reasonable lovely absolutely you know i just love his family i adore them i think they're really super sweet and super nice so i don't get the sense that they're like super hardcore mormon um but my best friend when i was in my early 20s we lived together for like five years she was a mormon who was on a journey she was mormon she identified as mormon but she needed to know what else was out there in the world so we went on a road trip i got her drunk one time and that was super interesting she then she swore she was never gonna do it again (laughs) 
But yeah. I had to ask a lot of questions about the Mormon religion, and I found out maybe more than I ever wanted to know. But yeah. it's um, once it's a, you start digging, it's not good. There's some stuff in there that's not good. But once you start digging on any religion, there's some stuff oh, that's just yeah. not good. Yeah, it's a little, uh, it, it's a little weird. I mean, I'm Catholic. I grew up Catholic. And, also bad. <laughs> uh, terrible. Terrible. I'm not Catholic, actually. I don't identify as Catholic. I, I haven't identified as Catholic in 30 years. But there's reasons behind that. It's because, you know, I see the hypocrisy. I know the hypocrisy. And my family has been affected by the hypocrisy directly. And mm-hmm. it is the a most atrocious kind of hypocrisy, the one where you actually damage people's lives for fucking ever and they yeah. can't come back from it. It's her- it's horrible. It's terrible. All under the name that Jesus is, you know, this you're doing this for the Lord, right? And yeah. it's like, holy fucking shit. Jesus was a cool guy. He wouldn't have done that shit. I mean, I, yeah. according to what I read on he the... He was busy <laughs> with the shrooms. <laughs> he was busy with the shrooms. My favorite is the, the preachers, though. I love to do a good preacher episode oh, because, yeah. you know, did you hear about this uh, T.D. Jakes guy? Do you know who T.D. Jakes is? Okay, no. he spent, he's on Oprah... He's world famous. He's on television. And I, I actually have watched the guy a, a number of times. And I thought, uh-huh. oh, he, he's got some reasonable stuff to say. Uh, not about the Lord and all that, but just in general, life <laughs> advice, right? Seems like <laughs> a guy. About not Lord. about the Lord, because that's all hokey pokey <laughs> bullshit. But about life in general, right? Uh-huh. He's just like, he seems like, okay, this guy's been around the block and he says some things that I found to be. He's not completely deluded. Completely. <laughs> not completely deluded. But then there's. What's going on on the internet with T.D. Jakes right now is fucking wild. He apparently was friends with P. Diddy, and now he was at P. Diddy parties. He was having sex with men. They were videotaping it. Remember how P. Diddy, that lady claimed Mm -hmm. that P. Mm -hmm. Diddy would like to watch her having sex with multiple male prostitutes? That was one of her claims. Yeah. This... T.D. Jakes somehow got caught up in all that, and now mm-hmm. he was also having sex with multiple male prostitutes. About preachers, they P. Just Diddy have stories. a reputation for being pervs. That's it. It's like it's, why? Like there are so many of you who are pervs. Like you can't. You can't convince me that you're not at this I know. point. <laughs> there, it, listen, I know it takes a few rotten apples to spoil a bunch, right? Well, we're but, um, we're past a few at this point. We are way past a few at this point. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at like a lot of these preachers, and it seems like the things that they are preaching against are the things that they are doing. It's like yeah. that one guy, uh, whatever his name was, here in Atlanta. He was preaching for the brand new 500 million dollar airplane and he was Mm -hmm. like god told me i needed the airplane and people were like what you really need the airplane do you really need the airplane or the fuck twad in texas when the floods came god said so that's right when the when the floods came in texas the guy shut the doors to his church because he didn't want to get the carpet ruined it's like oh my god dude really you are out there preaching every Sunday, and you want to close the doors so you don't get the carpet dirty. The craziest thing to me is just like the the like like you were saying the hypocrisy because it's all just like actually the things that Jesus like did and said and believed in, like helping people as fortunate than yourself, etc., is extremely what the church is against. Yes, you, it's so <laughs> that's correct. literally like their number one thing is like. Nah, we're nah. actually only going to help ourselves. Nah. All about that leprosy and poor people. Like I, that, we, he 
That was a moment. He had a moment. He really didn't mean it. But all the other stuff where he told you to get rich and fly planes and, you know, have <laughs> sex with prostitutes. That, that stuff. Oh, where did mm-hmm. he say that? Well, you got to read the, you know, the Gospel of John, uh, 32.77, yeah. where he says, thou shall lay down with hookers every yeah. night. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Did you read about all that ditty stuff? Yes. Yeah, what yeah, did yeah. You, I heard about some was, of it. What was your take? What is your take on that? What is your opinion? I mean, it's hard to say. He said, she said kind of shit. Well, my opinion is believe women, you know, yeah. like because it's not a fun thing to come out against someone and say that you were taken advantage of. No, so, it's not. That's like my my opinion is going to be like believe women until like until she's fully proven wrong. You know, I'm I'm and I don't think she will be. I think if you're coming forward with this, then it's pretty. uh Pretty bad for P. Diddy. He cut her a $20 million check, supposedly. Like, yeah, I know. She was out there for four days, and then he cut her a $20 million check. Four yeah. fucking days. And he so was like, okay, enough. screams guilty. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't... The thing, I, like, it was so... Such a big part of the culture at that time to take advantage of women. And so I'm like, well, you know... The track record isn't looking good for nah, you guys. It's not looking good. And now, like, uh, not that I ever thought this guy was a hero of mine in any way, shape, yeah. or form. But now that all the ladies from the Playboy Mansion uh, saying, you know, Hugh Hefner oh God, yeah. was quite the character, too. I watched that docuseries. Did you? Oh, yeah. Wow. Is it, like, it was, damning? It's really damning? It's it's bad. It's yeah. bad. It's really yeah. bad. Just, like, the, the whole system that was set up to... Basically quiet people take, and, and take advantage of mm. these women and um to hurt them it's yeah. just it's shocking and it's shocking the people who stayed silent during it and who just thought well this is like normal i guess and then well. it's it's yeah it was shocking but i love more than a documentary about um playboy drama i love a religious trauma documentary oh that's really, like uh, that's, give me an well, example like uh what was it like the keepers like is that the one the about the the nuns? I, mean, the I don't nuns? think I've seen that one. The nuns uh, that were like... Oh, you should watch it. It was on Netflix back in the day. I don't okay. know what, if it if it like was a Netflix original or if it was... Will like, be on uh, a different something streaming they picked network up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, for the next five years as it is. Um, wow. Yeah, there, that was a crazy one. I just love the ones about like all the basically Catholic bullshit and all the churches like... And the diocese being bad. I love it. The diocese are terrible. The nuns were terrible. terrible. The, the priests everyone's were even bad. worse. Yeah, everyone's yeah, the, bad, and they're all feeding into each other, and they're all you know, keeping it quiet, and they're all... It's just a power structure, and people are one thing, if not sluts for power. That's it. I think that's the thing, is that, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, and when you have the power and the ability to make people believe you have some con- special connection to some magic guy in the yeah. sky who's going to keep everything cool for everybody then a lot of people are willing to overlook those things because they also want to be cool with the magic guy in the sky, right? And for me, um, personally, my family members were affected by that Catholic church scandal, mm-hmm. the, the priest abuse yeah. and the nun abuse and all that other mm-hmm. stuff, and it absolutely destroyed their lives forever. So that was a really happy ending to the show there. <laughs> Uplifting. But I had fun. I like this conversation. <laughs> it's too. good. It's good. It doesn't always have to be all, you know, shits and giggles all the time. <laughs> I mean, it should, but it doesn't always have to be. That's what happens when you're putting out 75 hours of content a week. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes we're going to be a little bit sad. (laughs) Sometimes we have to talk about things that are sad. But I'm glad you joined us, and I'm glad you joined me, Christina. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you jumping in last minute. Thanks uh, for having me. It's a blessing. I hope Chrissy feels better and can come back soon. (laughs) 
bringing her sexy voice back. I know. The string of (laughs) terribles that she's been through over the last four months is just, you don't wish it upon anybody. You really don't. But laryngitis is the least of the terribles. And so I imagine... (laughs) You know, at some point very quickly, she'll be back. She'll be back next episode. I'm sure of it. Um, okay. So, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more about the show. You can listen to all the audio, watch all the video right there from one location, tcbpodcast.com. You can also get your free p- piggy fronting sticker. That's the size of my pinky. Uh, we'll be happy to send that to you with a microscope so you can find it. Uh, and all you got to do is just go to the website, contact us. Drop-down menu says, I want my free sticker. Give us your physical address. And away we go. <laughs> 626-ASK-TCB, the number 326-ASK-TCB, the number three. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We take them all at that phone number. If you want to ask TCB for some advice, you want to talk to Brian's mom, all that stuff, you can just text it to us or leave us a voicemail. Craziest story. I was like, we aren't getting very many voicemails at all. I have two e- I We've switched phone numbers so much. I had the voicemail box set on the first phone number that we had. And when I finally switched it to the phone number we have been using for the last, you know, six, oh nine months, God. I had 78 voicemails just oh, in Brian. the last seven, just in the last 70 days. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. People must think I'm a real asshole. So well, sorry not about wrong that. There. Yeah, I do. True story. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. I promise that we'll get to them. Uh, all right. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. It's Dr. <laughs> Phil saying out. All right, Christina, thank you so much, my dear friend. I really thank appreciate you. it. Best to you. <laughs> Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. We're saying goodbye again. So until next time, Christina and I will say, we do say, and we must say, good- goodbye. Bye. Bye.